everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where it's considered a huge win when you only gain five to eight pounds over a two-week period of the Chagim. I know, isn't that crazy? Anyway, good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I am Miriam L. Wallach, blogger, writer, and general manager here at the Nachum Siegel Network. You can find me here right after Allison. And right before Nachum's live lunch, it is Yoni Pollock who sits behind the board. Our thanks, by the way, to Avrami, who helped so much not only just now to get us on the air, but also during uh, during the Chagim for the last couple of weeks, so my shout-out to Avrami. But good morning, Yoni. Good morning. We do need to say, I feel like it's just like, you know, I'm the one behind the board, but Avrami's always the one putting me on anyway. Like, That's I correct. should have learned this before, but I don't, and Avrami just does it for me anyway, so. Uh, Avrami always gets the credit when I'm here. Right. Avrami should just get the credit. <laughs> Period, yeah. Avrami is the guy, he's the go-to behind-the-scenes guy. We do not give him enough credit. He frankly. also taught me a lot of what I do here, so. Yes, yes, he did, and he's a very good teacher. And on the road, I would say that you're been you've been well trained by ZK. Right, right. Basically, so. I have no talent. I've been taught everything by I, everyone else. No, that's no, what no, I just heard. That's not the case. <laughs> As I like to say about myself, I'm not the smartest person in the room, but I'm a good student. Same thing with you. You have picked up a tremendous amount. And of course, as many people know, hiring Yoni was a complete accident. <laughs> but uh, one of my favorite accidents to have ever occurred. So. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, so uh, endearing. Exactly. You had a good yontif? I did. Maybe does, that's why you're so endearing, because we it, haven't seen each other in a while. That's true. There's that. <laughs> does it annoy you when people say yontif or yontif, Yunt. as opposed to yumtif, which is what it is? Y-U-M? Oh, you're saying it's- Because it's yom tov. See, I yum heard you go, go on something yesterday, yeah, it and annoys I thought you the were going the opposite way. No, yontif is not, is not it. Oh. It's not yontif. But it is. What's yontif? It's yontif. It's yumtif. But we all say yontif. No, you do. I do, I do. Yeah, yes. I know. So let's get that. Let's get rid of that habit. But you had a good. You had a good hug. I did. Okay. Yeah, it was good. Everything was good. I was home. Then I was here. It was good. So home is Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Home yeah, is yeah, yeah. Okay, not New York. Home is Houston, except when I'm in New York. Then when I say home, I'm referring to my apartment. Right. Like sadly, but that's um that's not confusing for anybody. By the way, no one, no, no one has ever said they're confused by it. It's uh, I'm sure it's totally fine. Um, yeah, and I'm sure your parents appreciate a lot when you go home and look at them and say, right, I'll, I'll be going home soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's going to win you favorite son of the year. Anyway, um, my thanks to everyone who sent back their remittance envelopes that we had sent out before Rosh Hashanah. If you have not yet supported our um, JM and the AM Marathon, our FJB Unity website is open for business and we accept all donations. We thank you in advance for all donations. Your support is always appreciated. You can go to fjbunity.org and help help continue our commitment to bringing you new, exciting, original, and timely content to you, our listeners. If you haven't sent back the envelope and it's still sitting on your kitchen counter, please do me a favor and send it back with a donation. We truly appreciate it. And again, all donations are accepted via credit card on a confirmed and secured website at fjbunity.org. Um, and speaking of crazy, exciting, timely, original, and uh, new and exciting programming, we, as Nahum has been mentioning, we are heading back to Israel this Motzei Shabbat. We will be broadcasting from the Inbal Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of next week. It's half a week of programming from the Inbal. The lineup, Nahum mentioned this morning on JM and the AM, that he hopes to announce the lineup of guests uh, sometime today. I guess that's part of our live lunch. Oh, that's news to me. Yes, news to you. Well, it's because evidently you didn't listen to the show this morning. Um, but that's okay. Yikes. 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 Um, but anyway, 
Yoni and I and Nahum are privy to the lineup. The lineup is insane. The lineup is exciting. There are no- notables, heads of state, you name it. I mean, the only person who's not coming on is Merkel. Um, <laughs> not exactly. Not exactly. But that's okay. That's okay. But we're uh, we're very excited. Our thanks to Steve Liebowitz, who was basically our man with a plan on the ground in Israel. He has been taking care of everything. We look forward to seeing him and to speaking to him on this coming Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and of course to meeting all of our guests. So you do not want to miss a moment of programming. We will be live from the Inbal starting Monday, 6 a.m. Eastern Time, or actually probably Nahum's going to do a little uh, bonus JM, I assume. Good chance. Yeah, good chance because it's the afternoon for us. So, hey, we can throw that in. Uh, So you'll be listening, I don't know, 5.30, Yoni? Is that what we're doing, 5.30 a.m. Eastern? Yeah, I'll finally be up for it. Right, you will be up for it. That is correct. You will be up for it, and you will be a key player (laughs) in bonus JM. By the way, speaking of major win, Yoni. Uh, Yeah, where are you going with this? Yeah. Um, I don't know. My team won last night. Congrats. Thank you. That would be the New York Yankees. That wild card game was pretty wild. What, what's that face for? Oh, wild card don't game. Be a wild. Hater. That's all. No hater. Don't be a hater. Anyone but Boston, right? Anybody but Boston. That is correct. And in honor of anybody but Boston, it seems Nahum is sponsoring lunch today. Oh, cool. I know, right? Cool. Um, we're not heading to Boston. The game is tomorrow night at 745. Is that what they announced? Oh, did they? I think so. I just know my game's earlier in the day, so. Oh, so it doesn't matter to you. Uh, yeah. I, I thought this is home, Yoni. <laughs> I thought you're a New Yorker. Touché. Thank Touché. you. Thank you. Um, all right. So let's go, Yanks. And by the way, shout out to Ralph Rosenbaum, who um took Nahum to the game last night. Ralph, listen, I know Nahum's a lot of fun. <laughs> he really is, but I have my own Yankee jersey. Ooh. I know. It was a Mother's Day gift. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite Mother's Day gifts. But anyway, um, let's go Yanks and let's see where we uh let's see where we end up. We're gonna we're going to Fenway. Yep. Then maybe against Houston after. If Houston makes it that far. If the Yankees there make it that go. far. Okay, let's do the fortune cookie. Let's do the fortune Yoni, is this fortune cookie gonna be uh relevant to Houston or to my Yankees? Open it and I'll let you know. No, no, that's not the way this works. <laughs> that's not the way the, the game Yankees. works. To aim at the best and to remain essentially ourselves is one and the same. It's wordy. It is wordy, but I do accept that as our Yanks because okay. they actually did look like themselves last night, which was sure. very, very nice. Um, let's do the national holidays, and then our guest is on the line. National holidays. This is going to be funny. I'm only, I'm only laughing because of the our Jewish clientele, our Jewish listenership. It's bring your Bible to school day. <laughs> very cool. I would say our Bibles are in school. Always. And waiting for us. Yep. Uh, it's also improve your office day. We'll take care of that during the live lunch. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's National Taco Day. Yoni, are you a taco fan? <gasps> are we not going to do a taco lunch? I. Oh, my God. I got to text one of my friends now. Okay. It's National, it's National taco, taco Day. day. T- yesterday, by the way, was National Boyfriend Day. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure. Wasn't aware of that. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's also Blessing of the Animals Day, otherwise known as Blessing of the Pets Day or World Pet Day, none of which I can participate yeah, in. forget about it. Right. The goldfish in my house finally died. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know that was rough. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if this is shy to everybody. This is appropriate for everybody, but it's vodka day. Cool. I'm happy that that is two days after Simchas Simcha Torah. Simcha Torah. Yeah, right. Or it was Simchas Torah, and that was an unofficial day. Yeah, yes. exactly. 
You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. My guest this morning is Matanya Ir. He is the director of Scaffolding. The film has been showcased at a number of film festivals, including the Toronto Independent Film Festival, the Chicago International Film Festival, and the Philadelphia Film Festival, the Rain Dance Film Festival, and it won Best Film at the Jerusalem International Film Fest Festival. It focuses on 17-year-old Asher, who has always been an impulsive troublemaker from primary school through high school. It's hard for him to concentrate in class. He is compelled by a lot of rage and violence, yet he is also endowed with a considerable amount of charm and street wisdom. While his strict father sees him as a natural successor to the family's scaffolding building, scaffolding business, Asher finds a different masculine role model in his gentle, liter- gentle literature teacher, Rami, and forges a special connection with him. Torn between the two worlds, Asher looks for a chance for a new life and a new identity. When a sudden tragedy occurs, he is put to the ultimate test of maturity. Matanya Ear's debut feature is both dazzling and wonderfully literate, said said Richard Gross, co-president of Breaking Glass. Newcomer Asher Lax delivers a mesmerizing, assured performance in this complex tale of a boy and his difficult relation with both his father and teacher. Uh, this film was picked up by Breaking Glass Pictures, and it is it is still out in New York City today, in the New York area, I should say, both here in Manhattan and out on Long Island. It will also be available on DVD later this year. Matanya Ear, welcome to That's Life. Hello, thank you very much. Thank, thank you for thank you for having us, and for, uh, thank you for for being here, and thank you very honestly for this film. I found this film absolutely engaging. And um, and it basically had me at the beginning. What is it about the relationship and the complex relationship between a father and a son that made this such an such a a riveting film? Um, I think that uh, everybody has a story with uh, their parents. Uh, um, you know, our parents is something that we are. Uh, uh, in a way, uh, trying to grow out uh, in one stage in life. I think one of the problems of the world today is that, uh, you know, parents, uh, they keep alive for many, many years, and children are trying to get out of their uh, uh, shadow, like uh, finding themselves out of their parents, and uh, and it takes time um, in the 21st century. And uh, and this film is like this about this kid that is trying to find the path uh, to grow out uh, from his father and what his father plans for him uh, in life. And uh, and this kid has a lot of uh, charisma and the presence and uh, and uh, that the audience like just uh, fall in love with him uh, very quickly in the film and they they just want to know what happens what is going to happen with uh, this kid and is he going to get along and and so i think this um, that many people uh, are related to this also to the connection between the kid and uh, this literature teacher um so uh, it's about uh, this human uh, relationship and everybody you know we are all human a hundred percent it's also very interesting is that not only is asher the main character so um so easily uh, his charm is so easily picked up on by the audience but also there is something very special about his father i, I we shouldn't sit here 
for a second and and the the our listeners shouldn't feel like oh the father the dad must be some kind of a bad guy he must be difficult he must be tough and that's why there is this yeah. there is this tense relationship but that's not the case that's not the case the no, father I um, no because I I think that the character of the father he has his own uh, reasonable and his own uh, sense and and he wants the good uh, of his kid but uh, but the good of uh, his uh, of him wanting for his kid is not uh, the good that uh, the kid uh, wants for himself or the things that the audience feels that is right because the kid uh, the, uh, is very curious about the world and the father is is closing uh, on his world and uh, he wants him to go to the scaffolding uh, business but the father has a way of uh, uh, like a streetwise or life uh, experience that that he knows that his child is uh, is in danger that he's a violent child that he's uh, that he has this a uh, lot of anger in him and the father is all the time like trying to to keep uh, safe his kid and uh, to make him uh, go in a in a secure way which is the scaffolding business and and in a way it's uh, it's kind of a tragedy because uh, the more the father wants to hold his son close to him so the more the kid is is going away and to and and in a way he's going to bad uh, um, uh, places uh, so um so this if if there is violence in the film uh, uh, from the father it's like i was trying to show that this is the grammar of this family the relationship between the father and the son they have like this uh, uh, another way of um, uh, talking to each other or uh, or a way of speech which is in a, a violent way and mm. the audience understand that this is how it goes in this family and i think that when you see it on the screen so it's interesting to watch it is something that that you didn't that, that you are not familiar with and you see that this is the code uh, which is goes goes on in this kind of family and uh, and the uh, and it has a lot of uh, interest and uh, so i think that's what the uh, the father figure is um, is interesting and uh, and unique in a way I agree. And of course, the fact that the business, the family business is scaffolding has so much inner meaning and inner um, and 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 greater meaning um, in terms of both the metaphor of scaffolding, protecting, you know, providing safety for the building, etc. of a building, but also the irony and the fact that it is this safety net that is causing so much tension between the father and the son. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I can't uh, do but but uh, agree with you, and it's uh, it's just something you know that uh, when I was when I was making the film, so I told the the DOP of, uh, of the film, which was Polish, uh, which is Polish by the way, I told them the audience must all the time feel unsafe, mm. always feel unsafe, and like I don't want the audience to sit uh, calmly in their chairs and to lie back and to eat their popcorn and and stuff like that. I, so uh, so this. Uh, Tension with the scaffolding. When when you see them on the scaffolding, and you have all the time the feeling, here they are going to fall. Something bad is going to happen. He's not wearing his helmet. Oh my God, what is going to happen? And things like that. And 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 you know that that uh, you want this kid uh, uh, to be safe and that that, that they will be okay. But all the time this tension between the scaffolding, which is a scary place that things can happen and fall, and the and the feeling of that you want a net safe uh, a safe net for this kid uh, not in scaffolding but but in life that it will be okay um, so the film deals with this tension all the time and of course the uh, the developing relationship between Asher and his teacher Rami something that develops early on in the film and then 
when Asher is faced with the sudden tragedy that occurs within the film, which I will not give away, um, he is he is then faced with not only the tension of that relationship that he had with Rami and the comfort that he had with Rami, and now faced with his new reality of that kind of tension, back to that tension with his father. It's interesting to me that that was his you know coming of age moment when so when a seventeen year old typical Israeli boy is or you know young man is now looking towards the army and his place in the Israeli army as his as going to be his life-changing moment but instead we're not focusing on that with Asher we're focusing on the tragedy that takes place in the middle of the movie and that being his life-changing moment I think that uh, you had a very sensitive uh, watch of the film because it is something that uh, I always had in, in the, the back of my mind, and uh, uh, that uh, you know that they are, the kids are finishing high school and they are doing their uh, high school diploma and they are just a step out of the army. Actually, like these kids should be after a month or two uh, in the army. And, and I was trying to show that, that uh, these kids, uh, you know, they are dealing with uh, these uh, personal stories and uh, with uh, family uh, complexion and, uh, and the things that, uh, that they are just growing up. And, uh, and you know, like if you think about it, that as, as you did, that these kids are going to, to a new system, a, a very uh, harsh one, and, uh, you know, even going to combat or war or, or things like that. So they are experiencing uh, a lot in their life and that they are actually only uh, building their, uh, um, um, their emotional uh, uh, shield or emotional uh, spine in their life. So, uh, so I'm, I'm happy that you noticed it and... Uh I appreciate it. No, not at all. I really I really was very touched by the movie. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. My guest is Matanya Ir, who's the director of Scaffolding. Scaffolding has been showcased in a number of film festivals, and it won Best Film at the Jerusalem International Film Festival this year. It is, a, it is still out in the New York area today. It closes today in the New York area. It will be opening in California, but it also will be available on CD, uh, sorry, on CD, on DVD later this year. Matan, I can't imagine as your debut film that you could have hoped for any better of a response than winning the Jerusalem International Film Festival. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I will not be. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a real uh, it's a really nice achievement, and also that the film won the best uh, actor, Asher Lux, the star of the film, won the best actor, and for me, the director to um, to bring a, a new face or a new talent uh, uh, to screen. And to show the world something that uh, I saw before, and and, uh, and that the audience will will get attached to this uh, uh, character. So I think this is uh, something that uh, excites me um, uh, very much, and I'm very um, happy that uh, that uh, people see the film and and they like uh, uh, appreciate this uh, side of the film. Also, the the appearance uh, of Usher. Um, and it was just great winning in Jerusalem because uh, uh, my own dad was born uh, 50 meters uh, at home uh, from the place that I got the award, and it was really, wow. really exciting uh, for me. Yeah, and uh, 
That's so you know, it's a good start as a debut film. Yeah, yeah it's. A, I would say it's an excellent start um, as a filmmaker. Yeah. It's certainly an excellent start. It's it's very interesting to me. Israeli actors and Israeli filmmakers are very much in the forefront of American life right now. We have Gal Gadot, who is you know obviously at this point the most famous mm-hmm. Israeli actor that is you know on everyone's lips here in America no one doesn't know who plays Wonder Woman every single person knows that it's Gal Gadot yeah. and you and and, so, and it's exciting and there's a tremendous amount of pride in the in 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 actors like Gal Gadot and in productions like Fauda and other you know productions that have come out of Israel I wonder where you see your role in that the role that you can play on an international level and consequently consequently the role that a new coming fantastic actor like Asher Lax can play as well I've got no idea how to answer this uh, question because you know as as a filmmaker like I don't have this strategy or plan or thinking about uh, the world how can I uh, reach and go into the certain uh, market or audience I I just make my stuff I go with my with my uh, notebook and then on my computer and I and I write these things down and I and I have this idea which I find it uh, interesting and appealing to me and then I'm trying to, to uh, you know, to evolve it and, and, and to make it to, to something uh, um, interesting and, uh, and bigger and to make it a film. I, I, I truly hope that people will see it and all over the world because I'm dealing with the emotions and, and, uh, and the people, which, you know, every, everyone can relate in, in every place. So I don't know how I can find myself, like, I'm not. Uh, I'm not thinking about that, but about the story and the characters uh, that I'm that I'm telling about. Um, and and I do hope you know that one day uh, um, that I will make uh, something that uh, will be very uh, interesting uh, for uh, more people uh, all over the world. Well, the, let me tell you, there's a tremendous amount of anivut of humility in what you just said, and um, I think that is that kind of perspective that is certainly going to take you very far in life. We have just a minute to go. I want to ask you one more question, and I thank you so much for yeah. your time. But tell me what it was like debuting Scaffolding at the Cannes Film Festival. Uh, you know, it was, it was, uh, um, it, it was like, like only after, after you've been there so you understand where you were. And uh, and, uh, and, the, and and you understand like uh, all the procedure. I still I still am uh, adjusting uh, what uh, happened uh, also in Cannes and in Toronto and uh, thinking about it uh, because w- when I was in it, so I was like very um, anxious and I was very uh, worried how uh, how things will uh, get along and if uh, people will like it or not. And uh, and so I was um, I, I I couldn't enjoy the moment uh, mm. as they say it. Uh, uh, and I also had this, uh, my second daughter was just born before, so all the things were together, <laughs> and uh, uh, it was very exciting. But but um, but also it it looks very far from me, and uh, and uh, and you can definitely say that I wasn't there. 
Wow. 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 Well, I wish you continue. First of all, Mazal Tov on your daughter. <laughs> and Thanks. sure. And Mazal Tov on the film and continued Hatzlacha in both the uh, in both this film and scaffolding and in your future in your future works. Again, scaffolding is still available. It's still out in theaters today in the New York area. It is premiering tomorrow, October 5th in the Los Angeles area, and it will be available on DVD and VOD video on demand uh, starting in December. Matan, thank you so much for joining me. Truly enjoyed this time together, and I look forward to hearing from you soon. Thank you very much to you, too. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Um, so much going on. I have so many thoughts. I really, I, I, I mean, I, this is going to sound ridiculous. I know that the movie is starting at 11 o'clock here this morning um, in um, at the Cinema Village in Manhattan. You, you know, Yoni, you can't leave because we're on the air. But if there's anybody who's looking to either, you know, head out and and, and see something great, it's playing today also at 120 and 345 in Stony Brook at the AMC Stony Brook 17. And uh, it will start in California tomorrow. I highly recommend it. It is really a very, very um, high-quality film. It's it's enjoyable in that it is riveting, but um, you're not going to sit there and crack up. It's not that kind of movie, but it is certainly a movie not to miss. The afternoon continues with a full afternoon of programming, including the live lunch, which starts just after the conclusion of this program, hosted by Nahum Siegel. Throwback Thursday starts at 1 p.m. Encore of JM Rewind starts at 4 p.m. And, and, of course, the Arab Shabbos show, hosted by Mark Zomik and brought to you by our friends at Kedem, begins at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Tomorrow morning, join Nahum as he hosts JM the AM from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Malcolm Holmline will be joining Nahum for the weekly update at 7.40 a.m. And at the conclusion of Jamie and A.M., join Naomi for Table for Two, starting at 9 a.m. And then the encore of the Arab Shabbos show begins at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. And of course, the Kedem Arab Shabbos music mix continues up until candlelighting here in the New York area. Avrami hosts Saturday Night Seagull this Motzei Shabbat starting at 9 p.m. Eastern. Matis hosts JM Sunday starting 7 a.m. Eastern time Sunday morning. And as Nahum has been mentioning, and we mentioned at the top of this program, we will be broadcasting from the Inbal starting on Monday, 6 a.m. Eastern time is the start of JM and AM. But yes, bonus JM will be on at 5.30 a.m. Eastern time. We're looking forward to meeting all of our guests. We have this solid lineup for three days. You don't want to miss a moment. I leave you today with the title track from Ohad's brand new album. The album is titled Bish'ah Tova. Congratulations to Ohad and the entire FDD team on this excellent album. We look forward to sitting down with Ohad next week while we broadcast from Jerusalem. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys. Show <laughs> 
Show it to you, but it's not hard. 